Attention Patriots, this is the Chris Ann Hall Show. Who's going to stand up? Where are the lovers of liberty? I think that's absurd. It's ridiculous. It's unconstitutional. It's out of control. You think this is over? This isn't over. There's a liberty wave coming. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America, to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice. Rise and shine, liberty-loving patriots. Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com, where we are liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. Welcome to the show, my husband and co-host, J.C. Hall. And J.C., I want to start off with a quote that I came across today uh, from... Uh, Cato letter number 33. He says, power is naturally active, vigilant and distrustful, which qualifies it in a push in it, push it upon all means and expedients to fortify itself and upon destroying all opposition and even all seeds of opposition and make it relentless as long as anything stands in its way. Now, this Cato letter number 33 is is really amazing because what Thomas Gordon does in this letter is he he puts liberty juxtaposition power. And he shows how liberty and power are always enemies. And I just think about that today when I go when we when I was preparing for today's show. Because yesterday we covered the fact that the Supreme Court is going to hear the Jeremy Kettler case. And the Jeremy Kettler case, if you didn't catch yesterday's show, make sure you go back to the Daily Journal and listen. But the Jeremy Kettler case has to do with federal laws and suppressors. And you said something yesterday, JC, that really, really stuck in my head. I mean, so much that I just kept playing it over and over and over, and it caused me to do some research. You said that it seemed somehow coincidental to you, right, with the play on the word coincidental, right, that now all of a sudden the Supreme Court is going to be hearing this case on the federal government's authority to ban or regulate suppressors and the most recent shooting in which a suppressor was uh, was found in possession of the shooter. Can, can you go ahead and articulate that for everybody because I don't think I did that well. No, I, I think you got it just fine. Well, so I'm doing this research and I find this article now. Trump says, and this was just today, Trump says he's seriously looking at banning gun silencers. Now, what in the world? How can you not, how can somebody of a rational thinking mind not connect these dots together? 
I, I think that this is crazy. He says uh, Trump is asked if he would be looking at banning gun silencers. He says, I'd like to think about it, he said in an interview with Piers Morgan. He said, I'm going to seriously look at it. And according uh, to the Bloomberg article, Trump says he didn't love the idea of a ban. He was also unhappy to see the frequency and severity of mass shootings in the United States. And, and that sort of got me thinking as well. I started thinking about this and, and, and looking into this and uh, about the frequency and severity. Can we, just, can we just go on the record once again, JC, by saying, look, Donald Trump does not have the constitutional authority to ban, can I just say, anything? I mean, I don't even care if it's rice. Donald Trump does not have the constitutional authority to ban anything. And so the idea that this is being thrown around is very, very disturbing to me. And so I wanted to, uh, I wanted to connect these dots. Remember, he says, uh, I'm going to think about banning these guns. He says, I don't love the idea or the silencers, which we know are actually suppressors. I don't really love the idea, but he wants to seriously think about this. And like you said yesterday, this follows the shooting last week at Virginia Beach. So JC, we looked at this article titled, uh, done by NPR. This is not Alex Jones, right? This is NPR. NPR published an article in August of last year. And I'm wondering, you know, sort of in my wondering kind of way, why was not, why, why the media didn't jump on this, right? Because this is an NPR. This is the liberal uh, news kind of educational platform. And they say the school shootings that weren't. It says this spring, the U.S. Education Department reported that in the 2015 and 2016 school year, nearly 240 schools reported at least one incident involving school-related shootings. And they said the number is far higher than most other estimates. But NPR took this list and reached out to Every one of the schools that were on the U.S. Department of Education's list, and they said repeatedly, we reached out to them for over a course of three months and found out that more than two-thirds of these reported incidents actually never happened. And this is what the federal government is building all of this hype uh, in, in our, our media, our education system, and our legislation. They said we were able, NPR says, we were able to confirm just 11 reported incidents, either directly with schools or through media reports. In 161 cases, schools or districts attested that no incidents, incident took place or couldn't confirm one. And in at least four cases, they found something did happen, but it didn't meet the government's parameters for a shooting. And, uh, and they said about a quarter of the schools didn't even respond. This is crazy because the ACLU did a report as well. 
they did their own investigation, found the same numbers that NPR did. We have now all these public service announcements, this media, you've got Donald Trump who's who's talking about how uh, he's concerned about the frequency and severity, and we have evidence, not from Alex Jones, we have evidence from the ACLU and NPR that these things never happened. Why do you keep saying Alex Jones? Well, because Alex Jones is the one that got kicked off of 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 YouTube. He got kicked off of social media for talking about the fact that these school shootings didn't happen. Gotcha. You see? I see the connection. So you see the connection now, right? So this is supposed is to be a credibility gonna... issue here. Yeah, so is anybody, does it, uh, you know, does anybody wonder why, so the President Trump takes this news as gospel? It's obviously false, it's fake news. Like, if the news is about him, right? Then it's, it's fake oh news. Oh my goodness, yeah. <laughs> why is this not fake news, when in fact it is? It is fake so, news. So he, ex- when he says the frequency and severity of the shootings, well, that's all based on stuff that's false in the media because the frequency and severity is not right as as bad as they're reported. So a lot of this is for optics. So it's just curious to me why uh, he doesn't question this news. Well, not only that, JC, this is not just media. These are official government reports. Right. This is coming from the CDC. This is coming from the Department of Education. The department and, and official reports. Uh, the CRDC reports 26 shootings within the Ventura Unified School District in Southern California. Mm-hmm. NPR contacted the school district. Jeff Davis, an assistant superintendent there, said that the outgoing superintendent by the name of Joe Richards has been here for almost 30 years and doesn't remember a single solitary shooting. You've got the official government report declaring 26 in a single school district and the superintendent says, what? We've never had a single shooting here. He says, we are in this weird vortex of what's on this screen and what is reality. So here's my question. So your question is, why is Donald Trump believing all of this? Where are, just like we talk about the good cops not standing up and talking about, you know, condemning what the bad cops do. Why aren't these school districts stepping up and saying, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. Is it that they're not actually reading the reports? I mean, obviously, these guys knew about it. What is CRDC? Uh, that's, uh, oh my goodness, I forgot to look that up. I can look that up during the break. But it's. it's I'm just curious, yeah. like, where is this stuff coming from? It's coming. How, how do you, what is this report? How, how do you end up with all these reports? You see the, the superintendent saying, it looked like somebody pressed the wrong button. Apparently, twenty six times. How, how do you? Twenty six times. How does that happen? <laughs> who, who is reporting? 
who is giving false reports of shootings, and how is it that this is being taken into, I assume, a government report, official report, or this something? Is being, this is how being is reported being... by the Department of Education. This is what our legislators are using when they're making arguments about gun control. This is what the media is using when they use arguments. This is how state and local legislation is being justified. It's just kind of bizarre. You got a guy that says, I've been here for 30 years. I've been the superintendent of this school district 30 years, and not only is there not 26 shootings, there's not been one shooting. So there's got to be, there's more to this story than is even being reported. Who's who's asking these questions? How is this information making its way into the public and then, then being accepted as official? Liberty's lobbyist Chris Ann Hall has now taken control. Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here with my husband and co-host J.C. Hall. And we're talking about the misreporting, misinformation about school shootings. What we have is a report from NPR that was done last year. I dug this up, I don't know, out of some depths of somewhere. And uh, a report that was done last year uh, by the Civil Rights Division, uh, reporting division of the U.S. Department of Education. So this is an official U.S. Department of Education report collected by their uh, civil rights data collection. That's what we had it on the screen earlier over here before. The CRDC is the Civil Rights Data Collection Division of the, um, the Department, Department of, of Education. Education. Right. So, so you have the U.S. Department of Education involved in reporting fraudulent information. Flat out lies. This is fabricated information. Fabric. Well, this is not. So un- somebody yes. is submitting fabricated information, and then the or either the CRDC is creating it. Somebody there is creating it and putting it in the report, uh, or it's coming from the outside that and it's false, and then they're not verifying and they're passing it on as truth. Well, the the according to NPR. The U.S. Department of Education contacts every single school district with a questionnaire. And they're supposed to fill out this questionnaire. According to this article, the school shootings that weren't, the sc- not every district actually replies. So some don't even, don't even f- follow up on the report. But according to the U.S. Department of Education, this, the Civil Rights Data Collection Division, this is information they say that is collected for directly from the school districts about this information, which seems really peculiar since you have the um, you have the school districts actually saying um, this is not what happened. So we know with the U.S. Department of Education is saying, oh, well, we're just collecting this data and entering it into a database, right? 
then then they're claiming that the school districts are giving this. But here you have Ventura Unified School District, 26 shootings on the U.S. Department of Education database, and the superintendent that's been there for 30 years says there's never been a single shooting. So you know that didn't come from the school district. Yeah, I would think it's more likely the CRDC is fabricating this information. Number one, they control the reporting. Yes. And, you know, nobody's looking into, hey, what did the questionnaires look like that you base this reporting on? You know, oh, well, we destroy those as soon as we input them or whatever. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And, and, I mean, think about civil rights data collection mm-hmm. at the Department of Education. That just sounds like a place where some lefty loon would work, <laughs> you know what I yeah, mean, and, yeah. and take the opportunity to use that position to influence for their agenda. Well, so. you have to believe that there's probably also some funding issues here as well. Yeah. Now, this right? is this the is more just shootings, me. the more funding we get. This is just me musing out loud. I'm not accusing anyone of anything. I don't have any evidence of anything. I just say it seems more like the the most likely explanation is that this is coming from within the CRDC. Okay, so how could it, uh, uh, right, not musing aside, how could you not think that it comes from the inside when you have the schools right here saying, look, we did not have anything to do with this report. As a matter of fact, this statement, right, he says, I think someone pushed the wrong button. We are in this weird vortex of what's on this screen and what really is. Seems to me that they must be equally frustrated with the misrepresentation of their school. Sure. Can you think, can you imagine the superintendent is supposed to, is responsible for the school? If the Department of Education is reporting that 26 school shootings happened in your school district in a single year, how are your parents going to feel about going, sending their kids to that school? What kind of a, of a reputation does that give you publicly? Well, yeah. well, they know what's going on in their school district. I, you know, Maybe nationally. I wouldn't think locally because obviously the guy had his job for 30 years. So well, that's true. Apparently didn't that's bother That's true. Right. Well, let's hope so anyway. But nonetheless, this is when we come back from the break, I'm going to show you examples of more schools that the NPR that NPR discovered that were not actually involved in school shootings at all in spite of what the Department of Education actually says. Again, men tear up our constitution and from every direction we cry around. You can't learn the easy way, you'll learn the hard way. Chris Ann Hall, she's Liberty's lobbyist. Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. <laughs> this is Chris Ann Hall with my husband and co-host, J.C. Hall. You can find us at chrisannhall.com, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com. You can also get our uh, excellent constitutional training at libertyfirstuniversity.com. Learn more about your rights, your right to keep and bear arms, your right to freedom of speech, your right 
the rights that are inherent rights and not God and not government given benefits. You know, I had a discussion. You can also sign up to come shoot with us. Yes, you can. Speaking of school shootings. Speaking of school shootings. If you're watching us on YouTube right now, I've thrown the banner up there. But if you're not watching us, you're just listening, go to chrisannhall.com, click on the In Defense of Liberty banner, and join us and Larry Stevenson, a.k.a. the Bearded Black Cowboy, for uh, training. This is training for your children. This is training for the whole family in, in how to deal with these real-life situations and so now we're dealing with this NPR report that was uh, the school shootings that weren't that was verified or I guess maybe NPR verified the ACLU investigation because the ACLU who is also the civil liberties union dealing with civil rights right also did a report finding out that fewer than a dozen of the over 260 incidents that you, the Department of Education actually says happened, really did happen. And so we talked about and how... I said they confirmed that almost 60% were false. Oh, that, thank you. Right. I mean, that's very, very important. That's huge. I mean, that's not, just an third... air, that's not just an, a, a misapplication. That's, no, a, that's completely almost false. Almost two-thirds of the report was false. Yes. So 30% were, only 30% were true. That's crazy. Well, and of the 30% that were true, uh, the NPR article says some of them were just simply uh, wrongly attributed to school shootings. Look at these examples here. So this is not an accident. I mean, it seems no. the numbers bear out there's something intentional going on here. There's intentional falsification of this data going on here. The CRDC lists four shootings among the 16 of the Santa Monica of the Santa Monica Malibu Unified School District in California. Uh, Gail, Gail Pisker, Pinsker, spokeswoman for the district, said that goes back 20 plus years. So this was supposed to be something that was from the year 2015 to 2016, and the CRDC pulled data from a school district for 20 years of data and placed it into one school district. And she says, going back 20 years, we can't find anybody that even remembers an incident with a firearm. That's the same thing that we saw in the other California school district. The superintendent's been there 30 years. We never had any gun things. She says their best guess is, is there was some kind of a mistake in coding where the incident involves something like a pair of scissors. Yeah, I don't buy which that. Which got inflated into one involving a firearm. I don't buy that. 20 years, this woman said, 60, we looked into us. We've never had a school shooting. 60, and they say we had 16. 60% of 240 that they reported, a coding error, a mistake, somebody inputted something wrong, somebody confused something. No way. There's no way. I mean, that's, you look at the math. Mm -hmm. That's garbage. Well, so, so I don't buy this. Somebody's doing this on purpose. Somebody's manipulating this the system here. I, I, I remember that. You remember King of the Hill? The guy, <laughs> do you want to believe the government, inflated government report or whatever? He said that, that, that dialogue runs in my mind. What does the government have to gain? They have everything to gain. And nothing to lose. 
Because who is actually confronting them on these things? They are manipulating an entire poli- uh, an entire population of people into believing. Uh, let me just say the world. Do you know on social media how many people around the world are pointing fingers at America in our gun problem and using this these this data to come against us when it's not even true? I, I love this one, JC. You'll remember this. Do you remember the kid in, in Florida mm-hmm. who took a picture of himself holding a gun at home right. and posted it on social media? Mm-hmm. And then the school district got on to him for doing that, right? Sure. Well, the CRDC reported that as a school shooting. As a school shooting. Mm-hmm. So I think this this uh, explanation from Ray Poole, who's the chief legal services for the Nassau County School District in Florida, uh, found this out. He said, we, we found this out and we nipped it in the bud. We immediately got in touch with these people and said, look, this is not what this is, right? No, no, he's saying they, what he, when referring to nipped it in the bud, he's talking about the student who took a picture of himself. Oh, okay. I thought he said he was correcting them. No. Oh, no, okay. Dealing with the student. We saw a picture. A student here. took a picture posting himself holding a gun and posted on social media. We got wind of it and nipped it in the butt. No shooting. Yeah. So he was saying. Oh, we didn't have a shooting because we nipped it in the butt right. kind of thing. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. But nonetheless, the CRDC then reports this as a school shooting yeah. when the gun wasn't even on campus. Well, it was a school shooting. I mean,. Right. Regardless of where it was well, or whatever, it, it was just right. a flat out lie. I mean, it's falsification. They're they're again, it's not an accident. How how can it be an accident? You got all these examples, and but but these people keep saying, I don't understand what the. I mean, maybe they have a vested interest in this, and these are people in the school and lefties or whatever. I don't I don't get it, but uh, they're they seem to be covering. For them, because I guess all these people are are in a sense part of the Department of Education, mm-hmm. anyway, right? You have the spokesman, uh, the spokeswoman there in California, and all these other people. So they're they're coming up with all these things. Oh, the error, uh, mistake, and input in the report. Somebody hit the wrong button. Oh. Some coding, whatever. So I see what they're, you mean. They're covering. all covering for for this. Nobody's nobody's saying. Well, clearly, if there are this many quote unquote mistakes happening around this thing in the hundreds, mm-hmm. then well, obviously we have a problem here. Somewhere in the system, data is being intentionally falsified, and we should look into it and do something about it. Not one of them said that, oh, just a mistake, must have been an error, must have been coding, whatever. So the DOE is covering for the DOE. But it's very Follow obvious. Follow the money. Right? Very obvious what's going on here. Well, and, and it's this idea you can't, now. You can't keep making that many mistakes over this long of a period right. on the same topic, doing the same thing, you know, for however many years. Come on. You know, JC, I'm reminded of Eric Holder's speech in 1992. Was it 92 or 95? I don't remember. Where he said... About brainwashing uh, yes, the people? Yes, when he was an assistant uh, district judge, or yeah, I think he was assistant district judge there, 
uh, he was actually appointed by Ronald Reagan, just to drop that in there for every, to melt everybody's brain. But Eric Holder gave a speech where he said, we need to brainwash the American people into thinking differently about guns. He says it's not just good enough to have a public service announcement on Monday and an exercise on Friday. He said every single day we must we must be actively brainwashing the people to think differently about guns. And and to me, this is exactly what he's asking for. Absolutely. To the point that you've even brainwashed the president of the United States. Right. And I, mean, I they, would say they, the majority even, of Americans, conservative even, or not, still believe that these things are happening. Yeah, they accept the reporting. Yeah, Because I mean, they say, well, we need to arm our, our teachers to keep them yeah. safe because the government says over 260 school shootings happen every single year. Look how incredibly successful it is. I mean, yeah. you've done this. First off, it's a government agency doing it, mm -hmm. right? So you talk about deep state once again. So, so now... And by the way, you know, the president is supposed to go and and uproot and overturn this and flush them out and drain the swamp. Drain the swamp. Here the swamp has successfully carried out a propaganda campaign to the extent that it influences the decision making of the president of the United States. Where he, he's now looking at all of this stuff and saying, oh, the frequency and severity of this stuff when that's a lie. So, I mean, how successful has this propaganda, propaganda campaign been? where the president, who whose mandate is to rip this out, he's now fallen victim to the very thing he's gone in to destroy. Well, you know, JC, you mentioned, um, you know, we, we're all very familiar with uh, Donald Trump's view on fake news. Do you think perhaps because this doesn't emanate from CNN, that this actually comes from the Department of Education? That maybe he's reluctant to classify it. No, he probably doesn't even. He doesn't even know this. He hasn't even seen this. He doesn't have this information. He's relying totally on what's coming at him, and this is not something anybody gives him. So all of all of you folks that are out there, we we know good people surrounding the president who are counselors to the president. You need to get him this information. They right. need get listen to this show, get this NPR article, put this in in front of the president. He, I'm, I'm. Guarantee he doesn't know this. He doesn't know this information. He doesn't know this. This is why I'm saying he's fallen victim to them because he doesn't even he doesn't even know. No one's informed him that hey, what they're saying is not even true. So all of them around him are not even questioning this information themselves. Somebody needs to turn the president and go, hey, you know that the thing you said about the severity and frequency. Uh, the fact of the matter is th that information has been manipulated, Mr. President, and here's here's you know here's proof to show you yeah. that they're trying to pull a fast one on you. So I'm wondering, the tribalism that we fall into is this not also a contributor to the to the reality that that this information is not going out because so many conservatives, like I opened up the show, NPR, typically liberal. Uh, viewpoint. They typically have the progressive viewpoint, ACLU. I had uh, a member of 
of Marco Rubio's staff tell me, how can you support the ACLU in this particular First Amendment issue? Sure. It's the ACLU. So the fact that we have, we are stuck in these tribalistic tendencies, I wonder if that does not contribute to the people just dismissing information, even when it's exculpatory, just because of the source that it's coming from. Right. So to disagree with the ACLU in this instance is to say all of this false news is true. Right, exactly. That, that, that would be you disagreeing with the ACLU. Yeah. So that's why it's really tribalist. Tribalism kills here. Tribalism Chris, is kills for truth. morons. <laughs> Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Thank you for joining us for this is our last segment of the show. It always goes so quickly. And I I just I just want everybody to know, I want Mr. Keller to know that our prayers are with him. I am very, very concerned about this case before the Supreme Court. I'm very, very concerned that, you know, what what are we going to do now? We have the President of the United States working on false information. We've got the Department of Education. This is the Department of Education statement. NPR asked the Department of Education, and they said, we rely on the school districts to provide accurate information in the survey responses. And it says it will update some of this data later. But then the officials of the department says it has absolutely no plans of actually updating the existing publication. Yeah, it, which which will be used over and over again as people cite it nonstop and have. I mean, they're still doing it. So I mean, is this stuff going to be used in the Supreme Court oral arguments uh, in in yeah. favor Un- of banning, uh, banning gun parts? Yeah. Well, I wouldn't doubt somebody's referencing it as they're advising the president. Right, right, exactly. So what the, the infiltrators that, that still the swamp creatures that are still there. So when the NPR asked them why are these things happening in the article, if you go to the article, uh, I'll put the headline up here on YouTube again: the school shootings that weren't. Okay, if you go to the article, that then the, then the Department of Education starts whining. Oh, the reporting burden is too great. We don't have enough manpower. We can't keep up with all the statistics. Well, apparently somebody has so little to do that they can make up stuff that they're not getting from the school districts. And go ahead. I just, if you're you're closing with that, I just wanted to to, uh, send a public uh, service announcement to Florida, the Florida listeners. Um. If, you, if you're yeah, go ahead. Yeah, okay. Well, I just, uh, I just want. Okay, so you want to have the. We'll, we'll do that in just one yeah. second. I, I again, I, I want to impress upon upon our listeners the importance of not being silent in this. And no pun intended. Not being silent on this issue. We have to be the ones that take back the narrative. We're the ones that are going to have to come forward and say, "Look, this is not right. This is not real." And like you said, JC, there are people out there listening to this show. Who who have direct contact with Donald Trump or have direct contact with people who have direct contact with Donald Trump. We need to get this information forward because here's the bottom line, JC. If the Supreme Court says 
that it's okay for the federal government to tax us out of the ability to own these things, then, then this is a gun ban. Because if they can ban suppressors, then they can ban ammunition. If they can ban suppressors, they can ban magazines altogether. And, and this really is a functional gun ban. And so we need everybody to be praying about this, but we more than that, we need everybody speaking about this. Give us your public service announcement, JC. Well, liberty alert for Florida, Floridians listening to the show. Uh, we talked about Mike Hill and uh, yeah. the, the thing with, you know, kill homosexual uproar nonsense, lies that they're telling about Mike Hill. So your Florida Speaker of the House, Republican Jose Oliva, is the one joining the Democrats leading this charge. Jose Oliva is slandering Mike Hill. I thought Jose Oliva was a man of character and is honest. He is apparently a liar and a political prostitute. And so we need Florida voters... Uh, to let him know that, call him out on slandering Mike Hill. They're, they're now, Mike Hill is one of only two black Republicans in the Florida legislature, and he is being publicly uh, lynched in social media some liberal, and the press. Some liberal fish rap made up a lie about him saying that He's calling for the... the legislation for homosexuals to be put to death. That's what that's what they're basically saying. When nothing like that was when ever he didn't said. say that, but yeah. now some constituents said that, and they said he laughed about it. He laughed at the ridiculousness of the assertion. That's what he laughed at. But it's it's I think it's disgusting that Jose Oliva uh, and and the, his fellow Republicans are jumping on this bandwagon, and rather than defend Mike Hill and say clearly. He's not guilty of what he's being accused of. They're actually joining the Democrats in lynching, publicly lynching Mike Hill uh, in the press and, and on social media. And Jose Oliva should be called out on this. Ron DeSantis is now de deferred to Jose Oliva. He doesn't even know what's going on. And he said, oh, well, I'll, the speaker do whatever, the speaker whatever. These guys, particularly Republicans, need to be called out on this. It, it, this should not be we'll allowed to stand. We'll talk about this a little bit more tomorrow. God bless you guys.